Bud's Bulls banter. Bud's Bulls banter. Right, we are starting a new podcast. We are calling it Bats, Balls and Banter. <laughs> and it's Shan and Shazad here. Hey. Are you ready to embark on our podcast? What's it going to be all about? We're going to be looking at all aspects of sports, aren't we? Um, as the name suggests. Um, but balls mainly because, uh, obviously, you and I both love uh, our football. Uh-huh. And that's the uh, that's the most popular sport in the world. And I know certainly uh, our audiences in Singapore you know, love their football, right? And then bats. I mean, we've got cricket. Yeah. We've got, I mean, tennis would qualify, etc., etc. <laughs> Any hitting in- implement. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then banter between the two of us. I mean, I, I'm a sports fan. I... I more casually follow sport, but you should add, mm. uh, it's been your, your job through your whole adult career, right? It has, until I came here. No. You're, well, kind <laughs> Now of, you're in entertainment radio. Well, no, which is, yeah, um, a bit of a left field turn for me. I'm still involved in sports. Um, so this was the first time ever, ever since I joined radio where I, I was actually doing something that was nothing to do with sport I, until we're doing this podcast now. <laughs> so uh, in your 20s, you started what job exactly then? When I first started, uh, I was at ESPN Star Sports, and I was involved in production. I was involved in sports news. There was a show called Sports Center, okay. uh, which was quite a prominent news program uh, back in the day, sports news. And I was right at the very bottom. Uh, I was a production assistant, but uh, they gave me uh, some airtime quite soon into my uh, career. They, they kind of, I guess they, they realized I, I wanted to do on-air stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was reporting a little bit um, and I was presenting news bulletins, stuff like that. It was cool. Okay. And you've you've progressed to be a proper commentator, am I right in saying? Yeah. So um, in 2007, a friend asked me, hey, do you want to, do you want to try this out? You know, there's, there's Japanese football on, <laughs> do you want to give it a go? And I was, I was, I was, I have to say I was nervous. Whoa, whoa. You started with a team of 22 Japanese names. Yes. <laughs> And I tell you what, I had reams of information, yeah. right? And I had, print, I had so many uh-huh. printouts. And I was just, I felt I had to cram as much information in because I thought, and I'm sure you must have encountered this on, on, on radio, is that I can't, have, I can't have anything, any silence. I right, need to fill yeah, it up the air. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Sure. This was the early days for me, and I felt I just had to bombard. Mm. And I realized, no, nope. the pictures tell the story. <laughs> Don't have to let it breathe. Let it breathe. So, yeah, the first few times... Uh, I was just an information overload. <laughs> right. Um, so now you can, you feel commentate on lots of different sports. I, I can, you know, I, and I, I, without putting too fine a point in it, it is really the art of BS at times, right? <laughs> Especially when you do golf. Okay. You, you talk about everything but the golf quite often. Because it's a slow moving so event. Slow. All right. So <laughs> slow. And there are some sports like that. And I don't, I, if I'm honest, I don't really enjoy doing those kind of sport. I, I, I prefer something that's faster. Okay. You know, but um, yeah, I, I, I have over the years, I specialized in football right. for many, many years. And then I started doing other sports, um, squash, uh, uh, rugby, uh, which I know it's, it's a big thing for you. Um, I've done tennis. Um, and I've been at, you know, Singapore Opens and ATP tournaments. I've commentated on the uh, Asian Five Nations. Um, and... Then I started doing um, major major sports um, uh, meets like the Olympics yep. and the Asian Games, stuff like that. Have you ever met anyone super famous in the world of sports? Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, when I was at ESPN Star Sports, you know, they would flip through all the time, all the time. So we've had, uh, I mean, okay, for, 
when I was working on sports news, it was mainly cricket focused. Okay. So I, I don't know that people will 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 recognize that Wasim Akram is a, is a famous mm-hmm, bowler mm-hmm. back in the day. Jeff Boycott was an English cricketer who's yeah, very yeah. very famous. <laughs> Sunil Gavaskar. These are kind of legends of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the football world, we had you know Brian Robson coming mm. through. I mean, he's a, he was a big uh, England footballer. Um, we've had uh, Lee Sharp, who played football with him actually um, as well. He, a lot of them came play football. We had an ESPN Star Sports oh. football team. Uh, Steve McManaman, Stephen Jarrett. No, Stephen yeah, Stephen Jarrett came through once as well. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so you know, throughout the years, you've, you interview Carl Lewis. I've interviewed. You know, mm. there's just loads of different. Um, stars that come through Singapore that you interview. Was there anyone who left the biggest impression or was surprising? Ooh, that's a very good question. You know, Carl Lewis um, was an amazing interview. Hmm. And what he's achieved, and for those who, who may not be so familiar, I mean, he's a legendary sprinter. Yeah, so 80s and 90s, he was at the Olympics for yeah. not just running, but also long, long jump, jump and things He like dominated, that. right? Yeah. Um, he just, he was really articulate and he knew how to sort of manage the media. A lot of these sportsmen hmm. have no clue. Right. And you feel that they should be media trained. Yeah. This guy was sharp. Okay. He was really sharp. He was a really good interview. I, I, I enjoyed that. And, you know, sitting across someone like Wasim Akram, uh, cricket is my background. I mm-hmm. play cricket, you know, at a pretty serious level. And having him across from me, the guy I kind of grew up admiring, mm. was... Uh, it didn't disappoint. It, it didn't. You know, I look up to him. English is not his first language, okay. but he has such charisma. He really knows how to charm people. Huh. And on air, that came across really nicely. Interesting. Okay, well, I wanted to do a little episode here where we get to know us as your host. Sure. Uh, so let's uh, start, get to know Shazad. So I'm going to ask, what are the three sports that mean something to you and why? So cricket, you mentioned. Yeah, so cricket, um, I play cricket. As a kid, down in my condo in Singapore with mm. the kids from overseas, uh, and they introduced me to the sport. So I was never to know that little knock around in, in, in the sort of the, uh, the playground yeah. would lead me to probably where I am now. Huh. I was maybe about 10 or 11, and my parents decided to send me to school in the UK when I was 12. Oh, you went off to boarding school. I went to boarding 12. school at 12. Wow. And yeah, of course, that was pretty intimidating. And the way to get yourself in with everyone is to play sport. Ah. You have no choice as well. You have to play sport. And it helps if you're pretty decent at mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So I remember saying, hey, do you want to play cricket? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, only having ever played it casually. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I was like, you know, having to go to training. And it all got very serious. And I guess I took to it mm-hmm. pretty quickly. In the full format, right? I was wearing pads. I was wearing the gear. Before, I was just a kid in shorts, sure, T-shirts, yeah. and hitting it around. And um, I, I started to do quite okay in it. And by the time I got to uh, my early teens, um, I was you know, playing in, in school teams mm-hmm. um, and excelling. And then when I came back to Singapore for holidays, I, my dad said, hey, there, there are these guys who are playing down you know, um, at Balestrua. Why don't you go give it a go? And I found out it was like um, the Singapore under something or other. Right, right. They were kind of trialing people. They gave me a go um, and they were quite excited about what I was doing. And I was uh, a, a bowler and a batsman then. And lo and behold, within a year or two, I was drafted into the Singapore national team. <laughs> uh, I was How 18. old were you then? I was 18. Wow. And I was the youngest Singapore player in like 10 years or something. Huh. 
And I was, I had shoulder length hair. I remember this. Wow. Okay. In case you haven't seen Shazad recently, that's <laughs> I have no the opposite of what he looks like. <laughs> Complete now. opposite. Um, shoulder length hair, lots of jewelry. Like I, I was wearing rings and beads and stuff like that. And they told me, nah, all that has to go, including cutting your hair. Oh. And I ignored that. Um, but the day before I made my debut in Singapore, uh, 1994, in September, I remember, they said, cut your hair. Mm-hmm. I had a friend from England visiting me and um, he actually literally got my hair together and cut it. Oh, wow. Just cut it. And I had to have it at an acceptable length for them. Took off all the rings, all the beads and all that. But yeah, I made my debut for Singapore at the age of uh, yeah, 18. Who were you playing against? Do you remember? Malaysia. 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 Okay. And I got a wicket on my debut. So hey. I'll never forget that. And so how many times or how many years did you play for so, the national team? So, I mean... This is an interesting topic because I carried on playing for Singapore from 1994 till 2001. Oh. Uh, I spent two years in Singapore, uh, two and a half years doing my national service. Right. So a lot of it I was here, and then I had to go back to the UK for university, so I was coming back and forth. Mm. Um, but I, I won't, I'll admit, it wasn't the most memorable time for me representing okay. my country because, I mean, it should be the greatest honor for any athlete. Um, but I, I, I didn't feel very much included in the team. Mm. Um, I was always a youngster. English wasn't always the first language spoken in the mm. team. And um, yeah, I felt that I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily, I was one of the few Singaporeans in the side. Huh, okay. So and, it's like naturalized Indians. Yeah, there were guys, na- natural Indians, Pakistanis, uh, Sri Lankans. There were even a couple of Aussies at times, um, a couple of Brits, but, yeah, I, it it was it was an odd time for me. Hmm. It was an odd time for me, and I never really felt quite part of the team. And I was, because I was so young as well, hmm. uh, I felt a bit a bit different. And then towards the end of my time with the team, they they also decided to bring in some more youngsters, which was great for me. Mm-hmm. And the it kind of came down to we went to World Cup qualifiers in Canada, where we lost all five matches. All right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we were consistent at least. <laughs> I didn't play as much as I wanted to. Um, I was carrying a bit of an injury, but it it that was kind of my uh, that was kind of for me the, the end watershed moment. Yeah, right? and I and from there I actually started working at ESPN Star Sports. I see. Yeah. And so I you know I had to work on weekends a lot because it was sport. So I decided I took a mm. I took a stand that mm. well uh, work is going to have to now take priority, and so I've never gone back. But um, I then started a sports business, a, a cricket business. Okay, uh, much later down the road. And one of the things I started was indoor cricket in Singapore. So where you play in a little yeah, yeah. A futsal court type of uh-huh. scenario. So I started that in Singapore. And it, it grew to the point where I was approached by some people to say, hey, do you want to start a Singapore national team and enter into the you know World Cups and international tournaments? And oh. I was like, wow, this is great. I didn't know we could do that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> is that happening? It is. It, so so from in 2013, we entered the Masters World Cup. That's... A World Cup for people over 30 and above, right? right? So there was a 30s, a 35s, and a 40s team. I, I played in it uh, for the over 35s. We beat England and Sri Lanka. <laughs> so to me, that was actually my proudest moment, Whoa. was actually playing indoor cricket for Singapore. I remember we sat, we stood there singing the national anthem, and I was tearing. Yeah, this was, yeah. It meant a lot to me. I was captaining the team at times, and I emerged as a top wicket taker for our side. We, um, and we, yeah, we beat. England and Sri Lanka twice each. Awesome. We finished above them. These are established cricketing nations. 
<laughs> That's cool. Interesting that your proud moment came after later Way than you would have expected. Exactly, exactly. Uh, well, I asked you for three sports. What other two sports would you choose? The other two is uh, football. Uh, right. Football, I've grown up with as a kid, um, playing it. Uh, I'm a much better cricketer than a footballer. <laughs> and I'm very passionate about my team, Tottenham Hotspur, ah. uh, as, you, as you well know. Why um, did you start supporting Spurs? So when we, when we, my, my, my dad had to move to the UK for work uh, when he was in 1980. And we moved to North London. All right. The, the right side of North London, as I like <laughs> to say. And you had to support Spurs in my school. I see. And so they wouldn't let you support anyone else. I didn't know anything about English football. I was five. Yeah. Who do you like? Spurs, right? And I went, <laughs> okay. And so I've never looked back since. Some might say that was a big mistake for me, the pain. Hey, it's looking up. It's looking up. Yeah. And then third sport? Third sport, I guess I would say badminton, just because I work in it a lot. Um, and it's my bread and butter. Right. You know, okay. I've, been, I've been working on it for quite a few years now. And um, yeah, I go all over the world for it. So, yeah, that, that, it's important to me. All right, we have been getting to know Shazad. You'll get to know me in the next episode. Uh, this is Balls <laughs> Bats. Bats Balls Banter. Bats Balls Banter. Bats Balls Banter.